Are you serious? I, I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I don't want to cuddle. I want to go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. Are you pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now? Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game? That he made, which is okay with me. Cause he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Beautiful, I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You'd be in these what? <laughs> <laughs> I believe the dude should be tied up in these streets. <laughs> going on everybody it is coach greg adams back in here with another youtube live stream we made it to thursday i appreciate y'all for being here this is the wake up show part of the free agent lifestyle podcast here on the free agent lifestyle channel i hope you love that cold opening the cold intros uh because they suit this program very well we were going to do another program but i believe that the uh the theory was debunked so we're going to hold off until we get confirmation of that one but today we're talking about husbands catching their wives getting their insides pushed all the way up to their esophagus that's what we're talking about today getting those monkey double backflips all performed all over another man after the husband made a significant investment and we're gonna perhaps explore this uh why wives cheating on their husbands is perhaps worse than when husbands cheat on their wives all right i know that's one that's gonna be controversial i made a video about that back in the day 
All right. And uh, maybe those videos, those videos are all going to resurface. I had some classic stuff that had to be removed from the internets, but it will be back up uh, in due time throughout the year. So anyway, we're going to talk about that. Um, uh, we're going to show you video footage of several husbands catching their wives, getting their insides rearranged. All right. In the marital home, which perhaps is probably the most egregious place to have an affair. All right. Uh, uh, if you if you want to end up D.E.A.D., have an affair in your marital bed. Now, here's what I always tell you, you men out here. Never mess with another man's wife. All right. That is one of the Ten Commandments, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken. All right. Don't cover, thou shalt not cover another man's wife or your neighbor's wife or something like that. And I always find myself having to, you know, uh honor that one because I believe that's one of the fastest way to die. All right, die. It's one of the fastest way to die. I mean, why would you want to do that? I mean, that's an, an immediately. Uh, you're you're looking to get buried in the desert. And ultimately, if you do cheat on uh, another man's wife, the wife will help uh, the husband cut up and chop up the body. You know, that that'd be it. So I'm not trying to die that way. You know, I've had a, a story I used to tell about a radio station DJ who died that way. He was twisting somebody's wife up. All right. Twisting her into a pretzel and pushing her inside to her esophagus. And then the husband came home and oozied and Swiss cheese, Swiss cheese them up. All right. Um, there's no, that, that's not the way to go. Right. And then the video, one of the videos, uh, the guys could easily switch cheese. Some of these stupid guys up. All right. Never mess with, never mess with another man's wife. And I look at the commitment, the, the, the commitment to, I take marriage seriously. I mean, if you don't understand, I take marriage very seriously here. I take it so seriously that when people goof and fumble, fumble it and still try to promote it. I'm like, this is outrageous that people are literally um, not taking these vows seriously. And then when stuff happens, they're like, oh, well, they start playing the manipulation game and the victim game. I'm I'm of the opinion that I'm probably one of the most, uh, I'm probably one of the, the human beings in this world that takes marriage seriously. I mean, I'm looking at it going, this is a serious decision. Now, some of you people who are against the stuff that I teach, you don't take marriage seriously. <laughs> you don't take marriage seriously. So um, you guys are looking at it like, well, you know, you're selfish. You're looking at it for your own personal needs. You know, there's a bait and switch involved. You know, you can bait and switch and say, well, you know, um, I, I, I changed my mind <laughs> or I fell out of love with him or he wasn't doing what he was supposed to. I take it very seriously. And I think when people act in this, uh, in this way, uh, I definitely uh, believe that people don't take it seriously. All right. When people promote it, and after especially being divorced once, twice, three times, and they're still promoting it, I think they're not taking it seriously. Okay. Anyway, shout out to the super chatters that are in the building are already early in the morning. Here we go. DGM, the marriage slayer is in the building. Speaking of not taking it seriously. All right. My man takes it seriously. I believe that nobody should be getting married at this particular point. All right. We need to put a moratorium on wedding. We need we need to put a moratorium on it because people aren't taking it seriously. People will wiggle and wriggle their way out of the commitment. All right. And they will run to the family court and drop somebody off at the pay, uh, the family court pay window. Oh, well, you know, I'll find another husband. Zoe style. All right. Synopsis Jones coach. She called back for a hundred dollars with the succeed and the peace lead plan. He says, nope. Who did? Wait. My sound effects ain't ready today. What's going on? Wake up. Wake up. Machine. There it is right there. He says, Coach, he called back. Did I miss a, did I miss a super chat? Let me scroll up and see if I miss something here. I think that was somebody that was calling back for you right here. All right. 
$100 with a succeed plan and peace league plan. Oh, man. So Bastion says, Coach, please tell me you're going to be on the next Avenger panel with Fresh and Fit. Um, I know they, they talked about doing one this week. I just could not get away. All right. I have a lot of obligations and responsibilities here in business. to do. I just can't get away to Miami on a, on a, on short range notice. So short notice. Um, I got, a, there's a whole bunch of things that I have to plan. And then plus then I have to be back home. So, you know, Miami is, that's a long way away. I'm actually the fir- probably the furthest away from Miami than, than many people. So I just can't drop a lot of stuff that I have going on uh, to be going to Miami. If it was, if I was central to Miami or a little bit closer, yes. But, you know, it takes me two days to go there back and forth. I mean, I lose one whole day up, one whole day back. And then I would have to look at it and go, why to spend there a day? So travel two days to be there one. You know, this ain't the NBA for me. I don't have the NBA schedule to be able to do that. Um, Lamar Green says, tell him, coach. Shout out to you. We're going to tell you today. Rusted Junk, this stream should be a nuclear bomb on the Hope Strategist and the buzzer beaters, coach. Mm. Bombs away. And I hate to do this to you guys. <laughs> I hate to do this to you guys, man. You know, but I think it's my job. You know, this is my job. I take it seriously. Uh, my job is to wake you guys up. I, I'm giving you this, this. I know people, the hope strategists are in the building. They're crying. I know you don't think that this message is necessary, or at least on a daily basis. You're like, why do you have to talk about this every day? Well, it's a very serious thing. Matter of fact, I made a stream saying this is the most serious thing you'll ever do. Getting into a marriage is the most serious. It's the most important decision. Selecting a mate is the most important decision you will ever make in your life. It has lifelong consequences. There's nothing even close that rivals the decision-making of getting married. Not even close. Okay? Not even a house purchase. Okay? So what that means is, out of all the videos that you might watch in a particular day, this one, this one, of a mate selection, marriage, and then having kids are going to affect you for your whole life. This is the biggest decision that you're going to make, and most people fumble it. Most people fumble this decision. Not a stock market investment, not a real estate investment. None of them rival mate selection. None of them. Mate selection is the number one, and it will have lifelong consequences. It can put you in the poorhouse, just on um just on some parties look look i'm not happy that right there can put you in the poorhouse <laughs> okay so you guys got to understand that this is a very very heavy decision that you're going to make i made a decision to walk the aisle one time and uh the way it ended for both of us and i'm not always i'm not putting the blame on it because it takes two to tango in a marriage both of us didn't do what was required to keep the marriage going okay And I'm going to tell you something from that experience. I learned not because women are evil or men are evil and marriage is evil. But from what I learned from that was I will never do that again. (laughs) Okay. I was like, I will never, I will never legally. And this is what it is. Cause people think it's, I hate, I I hate women or I hate men or I hate the institution of marriage. I hate conservatism. I know people are trying to figure out what it is that I hate. You know what it is that I hate? I hate legally entangling myself to one human being. I will never do it again. Mm. Absolutely never. 
I mean, I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, it has nothing to do with all these things that we talk about because those things are secondary to the legal entanglement. Okay. And that is what I, that's, that is what I worry about the most. Okay. Because at any moment, at a moment's notice, I'm not happy, <laughs> could change your life. Anybody that has ever been in, in that situation, the marriage was going good. And then, you signed on the dotted line. Signed your name on the dotted line. The lights went out and Nikki started the grind. I will never, ever legally entangle myself to another person. It doesn't even have to be a wife. I'm talking about any legal entanglement. I'll never do that again. Never, ever. All right. And so that's what that's the importance that I want to tell, tell you in this message, because once you legally entangle yourself to that person, done done <laughs> right you all you have to do now that person gets to dictate whether they're delusional or intelligent no matter what happens they get to dictate everything else that follows that i will never do that again all right and you see men that are stuck in this entanglement they'll 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 say um they'll say the you know happy wife happy life here's the denzel washington quote okay the secret to a happy marriage, do whatever your wife tells you, yes, dear, and breathe. And I'm going to tell you something. I'll never, ever put myself in that position ever again. That Now, that right there is not worth it, okay? So uh, he says, what if it's a religious contract? Nope. No, 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 no. Listen, this is what I've learned. This is what I learned from an attorney, okay? Because I went to an attorney. I had a consultation with him, and I said, you know, because we got married in the destination wedding. It wasn't here in the United States. We went somewhere else to get married. Okay. Um, and then I was like, perhaps that might be a way to wiggle out. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm going to wiggle out of it because it was a ceremony that we did um, uh, in another country. Right. It, that was when destination weddings were popular. Everybody was going to the Caribbean and all these other places. All right. To get married. So I was like, perhaps this will be the way. And I asked him, I said, you know what? We didn't get married in the United States. Perhaps the marriage is not legitimate. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm trying to do this, this right here. I'm sitting in there. <laughs> Anytime you have to use the word perhaps, it's about to be. The lawyer was like, <laughs> somebody said, this is what the lawyer did to me when I was asking him that. He looked at me like this. <laughs> oh man he was like uh let me tell you something it don't matter if it if you guys had a spiritual agreement and you walked on coals it don't matter if you did some sort of religious ceremony away from the state he was like it don't matter because all she has to do is challenge it all she has to do is this to try to establish common law he was like here we don't play none of that. You know, people have always tried to play that. <laughs> I'll get up the disclaimer. People have all tried all those tricks. The state's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All she has to do is prove that you have this joint bank account. All she has to do is prove that people, you introduce them as husbands and wives. All she has to do is prove that you live with them. under. And then when you have children, forget it. Hey, as soon as the children are introduced, y'all married. <laughs> okay, biblically, you were married when you both had sex. So, Hey guys, forget about all the tricks. I, I, I'm tired, not tired. I'm here to educate, so I can't be tired. 
there's a lot of guys that are trying to run tricks on the system. I'm going to tell you. Somebody says, y'all got the same addresses. You got the same address. You live with each other for 8, 9, 10, 15 years. Oh, well, we we had a religious ceremony only. Oh, huh. Stop it with the tricks. Stop it with the tricks. Okay? You guys all got tricks are for kids, man. <laughs> y'all worried about tricks, men paying for money? I'm talking about these damn relationship marital tricks. Stop it. Because... What she would have to do, and this is what you have to do this. You would have, he says, an irrevocable trust. That That's that's not a trick. That's a legal tactic. See, that's that's not a trick. That's a legal tactic. So um, what you have to do is get her to agree that whatever you're saying is she's in agreement. Yeah, we just did a religious ceremony. It don't count. That's what you would have to get her to do. She just has to contest anything. This is the thing that people don't understand. All she has to do is contest what you are um, what you are claiming, and it's going to cost you money. I want you guys to understand this. Even if you do an irrevocable trust, okay? Even if you do a prenup, even if you do, it was just a religious ceremony. All she has to do is challenge it. Now I don't know how you, I don't know if you how you guys know how the legal system works. This 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 video has turned into the legal system of marriage. Because people are still filing in. We'll show you the video shortly. This is how marriage works, gentlemen. I'm sorry. This is how the legal system works. If someone sues you, which she is suing you in court, I want everybody to understand that this is a lawsuit. She is suing you. Or when she divorces you, this is a lawsuit. She files a lawsuit against you. She files suit against you. Um, child support is a lawsuit. She's suing you for child support money. All right. If someone sues you, do they have to be correct? If someone sues you, do they have to be accurate in the lawsuit? Okay. Meaning, if if the lawsuit is filed, do they just say, this is inaccurate and throw it to the side? No, they don't. Someone sues you, and then they can take the legal course of action, which costs you money to defend the allegation to defend the lawsuit. This is what you have to understand. So let's say you had an irrevocable trust, or let's just say you had a prenup. This, this should, you guys should have learned that in the Dr. Dre case. They literally had the prenup. He had a copy and she contested it. Now con the contesting cost him three, $4 million. So say, for instance, you say, hey, we got a religious ceremony, and she says, you don't. Let's say you say we have an irrevocable trust, and she says we want to open up the trust. You have to argue it in court, which is going to cost you money. It's going to cost you either way. So say you had all your dots, your I's dotted, and your T's crossed. You still have to fight if she contests it. So you might say we're going to win anyway. But what if she contests it? She contested for one, two, three years. He says, you can contest a living trust. She can go in there and get some attorneys to do it because they, look, they've broken up trusts already. You still need to pay the attorney to create the trust and defend it if, it's, if she contests it. They've broken up trusts in legal and divorces. Let me see here. I don't know how we got here. 
me see here. Breaking legal uh, trusts in divorce. Look, these lawyers, these lawyers, these lawyers and attorney, they know what to do, man. They'll they'll brush them up. She'll contest it. She'll say it's not accurate. It wasn't signed. I didn't sign this inside of that. All right. Guys, it, it's already been happening. And lawyers and attorneys and divorce judges, they know that they can contest it. And then if they contest it, you still got to pay the legal fees. All right. So understand that going in. <laughs> understand that going in. Contesting, I mean, having protection is one thing. Contesting the protection is the sec is another thing. You got to have money to fight if she contests it. All right. So not, without that, you know, moving back to where we need to go. All right. Last one. Moto Cerso is Will Smith. And you know what I did. I busted. All right. I don't even know if it, this is accurate story, uh, but let's let's get to uh, a little bit of news here. Uh, this story supports uh, a lot of the things that I try to instruct you on. All right. So first of all, I want to shout out our man Snoop Dogg. The capital S and double O P D O double G Y D O double G. You see, Snoop Dogg acquires Death Row Records. I think that is a significant uh, acquisition. I believe um, a toy manufacturer or something like that uh, owned Death Row Records, and he was able to acquire it. I hope he was able to acquire the masters and all that stuff. Fantastic news! I think that's great for Snoop Dogg to go full circle and then have ownership of the Death Row uh, stake and all all that um, is included in that. That's fantastic. Unfortunately, also dropped on the same date, Snoop Dogg sued for alleged, uh, we, we call it an actual assault and battery, okay? All right, Snoop Dogg, on the same day the news was announced that he was acquiring Death Row, which was yesterday, the same night, and a woman alleged that Snoop Dogg and Associate Bishop Don Magic Wan, you know, the former pimp, um, he they that they both on separate occasions assaulted her after a show in 2013. Snoop denies the claim. Uh, this claim, this event allegedly took place in 2013. And now in 20 and 22, we're just hearing about it, despite the fact that the Me Too movement all went through. Uh, we went through all of these things. You have ample opportunities and chance to actually put this in the forefront. Uh, but of course, a woman in Orange County, Anaheim, California, we call it Clanaheim here. All right. 2013, TMZ reported, and documents uh, viewed by Pitchfork.com confirmed that the woman, an actor, mm. a model, mm. and a dancer. <laughs> she identified as Jane Doe, says that she attended a Snoop Dogg concert on May 29th of that year. In the lawsuit, Jane Doe alleges that Snoop Dogg's associate, Bishop Dawn Magic Wand, took her home, took it to took her to his home against her will and the following morning removed his salami from his pants and forced her, forced his salami into her mouth. The next day, according to the lawsuit, Juan allegedly took Doe. She stuck around. I guess this was a kidnapping. Uh, Juan took Doe allegedly to Snoop Dogg's studio where Snoop Dogg is said to have cornered her in the bathroom stall and forced her to uh, succeed. All right. Uh, Snoop Dogg allegedly proceeded to uh, do this and that. We call it roar over here <laughs> on her upper chest and lower neck. 
Jay Doe is suing Snoop Dogg for a violation of Trafficking Victim Protection Act for battery sexually and for assaulting them sexually. In addition, Snoop Dogg and Bishop Don Magic Wand, the lawsuit names as defendants the company's Gerber, the broadest collection, LLC, uh, Casa Verde Capital, LLC, and Mary Jane Events. These are all probably companies owned by those gentlemen there. Um, here it is right here. Snoop denies the claim and all that. Now, just so you know, uh, Snoop is about to perform at the Super Bowl. This news is released. Uh, this uh, Snoop acquired Death Row Records. This news is released. So, you know, sometimes the devil is working overtime against you. And uh, this goes to show you guys, the P is not free. The P is not free. I keep telling you guys, the P is not free. You guys operate in this world as if um, you guys going to just bang 304s all your life. And I'm just saying this is an allegation. Snoop has to defend this. This is another example. There's an allegation. Snoop has to defend against this allegation. All right. And it's going to cost him money. He'll probably settle. I believe uh, she's suing for $10 million and she'll get a cut of that. She'll get a portion of that because Snoop don't have time. All right. He probably don't have the money. He just bought Death Row Records. So um, he wants this to go away. It probably will go away qu quietly and they will settle just like you will in your divorce. All right. You'll settle. Oh, you're contesting the damn trust. You're contesting the prenup. Let's just settle. Give her, give her what she wants. All right. And so um, the P is not free, gentlemen. At some point, I've been telling you, banging hoes, 304s, and just pumping and dumping it will catch up on you, especially when you're talking about if you become famous. So Snoop Dogg's been famous since most of you guys have been born. Snoop Dogg was famous before many of you guys watching me has been born. I mean, I think he came out somewhere around 92, 19 and 92. All right, we're talking about several decades of stardom, and here's where it ends up. The P is not free. Let's say you become famous. I always tell you men, you never know who you're going to be in 5, 10, 15, or 20 years. Okay? As such, if you do achieve some sort of money status or whatever, many women are going to come back from your past. Many women are going to come back from your past and literally come out and say, hey, just like this person right here, 2013, bro. 20 and 13, she's coming back. I mean, I've lived 10 different lives since 2013, okay? So this is what you have to understand. Let's just say, using the Coach Greg Adams math method over here, let's say this lawsuit is $10 million. Um, where's my calculator? We're going to do some, what, what, one content creator said I used extreme math. Oh, my calculator's behind me. $10 million. Let's say it was true or false. Let's just say it was true. Let's say it was true. She sucks. He got busted on. Now she's feeling some sort of way. All right. How much did that? How much did that one succeed cost him? It cost him $10 million. Now, in between all of that, he's been able to bang 400 to 1,000 different women. And he got away from, got away with it for free. Not only that, he's bragged about running out on prostitutes in South America and not paying them, right? He actually was detained, I believe, for that. This is all alleged. OK, but he's bragging about this on a song. There's a song where he says I was in Brazil running out on the, the hookers, not paying them. So there's if they start using his lyrics, paint him in a, to a corner, he might have to settle because I don't think he wins. If this goes to a civil trial, he's going to take a L and he probably knows that because they're going to use these histories to kind of hang him on. His, they're going to use his words to hang him. All right. And so now he paid 10 million dollars for some succeed. <laughs> but 
He was getting away with it with other times, but now he's got to pay $10 million from one succeed. Not only that, a lot of other women will come back and then target him as well. So be careful. Be careful out here, man, with, with, with these strategies with women. It's a serious game out here. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a game out here. I'm going to do a couple more super chats. Let's watch some videos. Okay. This is this is when I back in the day for you old for you old heads. I'm going to roll out the cart today. You remember that TV cart? You're like, damn, I hate going to biology. Damn. I ain't listening to no diagnosis of dissecting the frog and then the teacher roll that TV cart with the VCR. You like, oh Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. We watching a movie. Oh shit. We're gonna roll the TV cart out today. Shout out to Tracy Mills says, my ex told me yesterday I messed my life up by getting a vasectomy. Then she told me to go find a woman with kids of her own. Oh, my goodness. He says, yeah, okay, bro. What is she trying to do, man? What the what? What? She kicking you out? That's a mess. Coach Junior says, shout out to Columbus, Ohio, home of the snow cow. All right, boy, we went in on Columbus the other day. All right, Simon Small, thank you, sir, with the thumbs up. Ricky Webster says, passes the collection plate around French toast props. Dude, Warhammer says, shout out to Black Man 313. It is therapeutic, man. Definitely, bro. All right. Amari, Amari says, coach, remember the baby in the uh, Danny Lee situation? Well, her brother got the brakes beat off of him by the baby last night after talking about, after that talking, all that talking that he was doing. Uh Uh-oh. So the baby beat the brakes off of him. Dude said, I'm going to see you. When I see you, it's on. It's on and popping. <laughs> he got beat up. All right, speaking my mind, says Reverend C.G. Adams is starting past the collection plate. We back in here, man, giving you vital information. I don't know, man. You know, we give you comedy here. We give you vital information. All right, we give you stuff that could save your life. And then something's going on. Somebody's talking in my background. Oh, he got jumped. Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Alexa going crazy. <laughs> uh, your boy Scoop says, keep rolling, coach. Shout out to the coach gang. And then last one, the Dossel says, but she won't do that to, she won't do me like that, coach. Where of all the good men, coach? He says, she's the same type of woman to tell me to get married, but be leaking someone else. Yeah, people are forcing you into this marriage, and I think they're guilting you men. They're guilting. They're using guilt because you'll use evidence. Let's Let's look at some stuff here. Let's look at some stuff. Now, this video, let's look at this video first, all right, because the other video is kind of suspect, and I'm going to point out the suspectness of the video, but it says, you know, it's 2022, you know, everybody's going to do what they want, but this is another video, a husband portrayed woman cheating, and he catches her in the act, fair use, we're going to invoke our fair use clause, and uh, let's go ahead and roll the film. Uh-oh, uh-oh. He done came home, candles lit. Turn out the lights. Light a candle. Hey, bro, how you doing, man? Oh, no. Oh, man. Uh Uh-oh. By the way, man. By the way, this is a YouTube. This is on your channel with 2.6 million views. So don't come at me. Don't at me. I'm not showing something off platform. Y'all got this already on your platform. Boy, them areolas is, oh boy, boy, boy. That's one of the best parts of a sister right there, bro. That one right there. Okay, let's continue with the show. I'll stop, I'll stop. 
let's get serious right there, bro. Anyway, uh, let's see here. All right, so you 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 with my wife? Uh oh. What's up, boss? That, that's my wife right there. Ooh, that's his wife on that leather couch. Can y'all go on leather couches like that? I can't go on leather couches. She said, all right, then turn the camera off. That's my wife. All right, I don't know what you're digging for, but. What he dig? What is he digging for? He was digging for that esophagus. That's my wife right there. And I want a divorce. Okay? <laughs> Will you give me a divorce? Will you give me a divorce, please? Okay, so she's not concerned about that. She says, uh, turn the camera off. Will you give me the divorce? She don't want to talk about it. Um, I don't like when people sit up all up on my stuff like this, man. She need to get that. She need to get a towel or something. Be sitting up like that. Please give me a divorce. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Anymore. Okay. I'll turn the I'll turn the camera off. All right. Here's the key. Mm -mm. I'm done. All right. I'm done. <laughs> Can I'm you done turn the camera you. off? That's all she worried about. Can you turn the camera off? <laughs> goodness. So the lady's always been calling you guys dogs. Oh my goodness, you dogs, you guys. And then we see stuff like this. Okay. I love my daughter. That's oh. the only thing that's important to me, okay? Damn, that TV is small, by the way. <laughs> but uh, I can see why she cheating on him. They ain't doing too well. Guys, uh, th th I'm going to get to that in a minute. I have no beef between me and you anymore. I know you're a good man. It's all good, oh. man. Oh, 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 oh. He's taking the high road here. He says, I have no beef between you. Uh, I'm not going to lose my life over this. I'm not going to die by simp. Um, I... Y'all, you can keep, you can have the broad. That's what he's saying. You can have the broad. <laughs> this this is not going to be seen by anybody except the judge. No, uh, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. Hey guys, this is how you do it, man. Go ahead and just back out. There's no need to take anyone's life, hers or his. Just 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 go ahead and take your own life. You know, take your own life with you with you right out. You know, right out. Just. All right, here we go. All right, so you ain't got to worry about nothing. Uh-oh. All right? I'm sorry for disturbing you. <laughs> he said, sorry for disturbing you. <laughs> but he got what he needed, bro. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. Uh-oh. <laughs> you got to love it. Oh, you got to love that video, man. But look, that's a lesson, man. He held some masculine frame right there, bro. He was like, hey, man, forget all that. Forget all that, man. I ain't losing my life for you, knuckle draggers, you ham and eggers. Y'all can have each other, man. <laughs> have each other. All right. Um, look, man, never never lose your life and your freedom for these people. All right, so let's look at the next one. Uh, this is the one that everybody's been showing you here the last couple of days. Uh, this one is uh, slightly suspect because um, he's, he's setting up this video, and then uh, it, it appears to be suspect. Then I see some points where it appears to be real. Uh, but we'll watch it anyway. Let's go ahead and watch it. Man, women ain't man. I, I, and I, listen here, and I'm not saying all women ain't but and I, I, you know, let, me get, let me start just by saying this. I don't even do this social media shit. Like, I don't, I usually don't go on social media. I don't, I don't post shit on there. But he doing a long, thorough-ass explanation, uh, and they're in there boning right now. You know, this probably wouldn't have happened this way, but, you know, who knows? Today, I want to help the next out because I just want to let you know women ain't shit, man. This is from today. This is from today. Uh-oh. I'm at work. I go to work every day. I work hard every day. 
to take care of this woman. I'm talking about paying her bills. I, I, I pay for her to go to school. I See, this is long. At, I mean, if he knows he's piping her down right now, you probably wouldn't be going through this uh, setup. But that's neither here nor there. What is important is he's identifying why what I said earlier, why when wives cheat on husbands, it is a bigger portrayal, although not minimizing the betrayal of a wife, a husband cheating on a wife. It is a bigger betrayal because of the investment that goes into obtaining a wife. Oftentimes, he was talked into taking that woman as a wife, although he asked. Nobody will remember that. They'll just say, hey, you asked her to marry you. All right. Uh, just the way things are set up culturally in our society. And then you're like, what do you mean I asked her? She was kind of, you know, putting pressure on me and giving me ultimatums to get married. And she always was talking about it. She pressured me into this, but nobody will go that way. Nobody will side with you. They will just say, you asked her, you take care of her. I take care of the kids. I put food in the house. I don't even get EBT. I don't get food stamps. I got to pay for food out my pocket. But let me show y'all this. This is what I see at work. And I don't never check the cameras. Like I, I got cameras in my home. This is to protect us. I don't never check the cameras. But today, some told me to check the cameras. I don't know what told me today. God must have spoke to me. Um, what's done in the dark always comes to the light. And today, I'll check the cameras. And this is what the f I see. Hold on, y'all. Let me show y'all. Let me show y'all what I see. All right. Show us. Play see the video. This? Play it. Y'all see this? Huh? All right. That looks like, is that Tyrone or Dexter? That's Tyrone Come or Dexter? This is my girl. My girl in the and she's a busted Pillsbury biscuit can. Uh, in the red pajamas, she holding his hand and shit. He's a young Tyrone, or would you call him a Pookie? His his draws are showing. Who, the, bro? I, I don't think I understand how pissed I am right now. Oh, it's more. That's a Pookie. Oh, it's more. This is them coming into the house. He's got a different these, angle. These women ain't man. Look at this shit, man. Coming in the. This is my house. This is the house I paid for. And that's one of the reasons why, again, uh, most of the time a woman's going to have an affair. It, I mean, well, not most of the time. Um, if it's in the marital house, it is a that, that is a big no-no. That is a big no-no. You want to be in the car or the parking lot because now you put gasoline on a grease fire by, by inviting an outsider into your home, and then he gets access to your wife. Mm, yeah, that's bad. I'll pay for these bills. Let her go to school and shit. Look at this shit, man. Uh oh! I'm seeing that straddle, straddle. I'm on my lunch break. This is the shit I'm seeing at motherfucking work. Highly pissed off right now. He about to, on top of this shit, man. He about to pull the. He about to. He about to uh push the insides to the esophagus. I'm trying to tell you, man, these women ain't shit, man. And I, and I man, I, I'm giving my all into this relationship. All right, it's gonna play back. I'm putting my all into this relationship, and she got a whole motherfucking in my house. <laughs> Look at this shit, man. Is that a dog too? Some fucking bullshit. Oh, man. that's a I can't remember. Is that a dog on the couch? Oh, these women ain't. That is a dog. Them. That is a dog on the couch. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> a lot of these women ain't. Hey, uh, guys, a lot of a lot of dogs have seen some of the most dastardly dastardly deeds of uh women. So never, you know, if you could talk to the dog, if you're a dog whisperer and 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 you get invited to a woman's house and they have a dog. They've seen several men come up and in, up and out of that place. All right. The dog knows, bro. The dog's really seen some dastardly deeds. All right. The dog be coming in. Ruff, ruff, ruff. <laughs> Another row. Be trying to talk to you. Ruff, ruff. <laughs> you better put a condom on. Ruff, ruff. 
<laughs> Look at this shit, man. Look, they not even gonna go upstairs. Finna. The oh, that's a cat. Dog. I pay for that dog. Too. Oh, it's a, it is a dog. <laughs> Ruh roll. <laughs> the dog knows, bro. Yeah, Raggy. Ruh rubber. The dog's telling you, put a rubber on. Ruh roll. <laughs> oh, okay. She don't know I'm here, though. Uh oh. It's all good. He here. She don't know I'm here, though. I'm gonna go highlight. Let me all the way up. Let me all the way up. And if it's a white girl, she, the dog on the bed with you, bro. Licking the back of your heels. Man, I be sitting there. Smack the dog licking the back of my heels. I'm like, Kaylee, get the get your dog. <laughs> the other dogs be just looking at you like, damn, that's nice, but I'm neutered and spayed. What the hell? My motherfucking lunch break. This is the shit I gotta deal with. Oh, coming up to the crib. All right. I, why are you using the key? Punch the numbers in, homie. I guess you on camera, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, oh, did I see some Jordans? Did I see Jays? Are those Jordans? <laughs> he, he took his Jays off. I don't know. They got a lot of shoes, boy. They unorganized as hell. I couldn't live with them. Too many shoes around. And vacuum that rug. It's, oh, my God. What's going on with these people, man? Unbelievable. I, I got OCD, man. This type of stuff would drive me crazy. Stupid. All on the couch. All on. Okay. Damn, they disorganized. I mean, <laughs> there's the dog. Rock roll. Move. Move. Your ass too. Now, he's kind of loud to be sneaking up on them. You know what I mean? This is what gives me the indication that it's a setup, kind of, because he's stomping up the stairs. He's slamming the doggy door. He's yelling at the dog to move. They would have heard him, right? No? Pay for you too. I pay for you too. Oh, yeah. shit. I mean, the shit. doors. Come on, man. They would have heard them, but it's okay. Rose pedals on the floor. <laughs> what the f is this? Uh-oh. Titties out. What the f is this? Oh. Now, here's another suspect thing that I find. Who does this under the covers like that? I'm not under the covers. Y'all under the covers? I want to see everything. <laughs> I want to see everything. I don't be under the covers like that. Covers be off. Air conditioning blowing, sweat pouring, all right, grabbing beard, hair, all that stuff. I'm not, the covers ain't on me. It's too hot for all that. <laughs> all right, I'm, I, all the skin got to be out. I got to see everything. And I have mirrors in my room on both sides of the bed. And the camcorder is rolling on the front side of the bed. So everything got to be seen. I'm just letting y'all know. But let's go ahead and continue. Huh? Who the f is this? Who the f is this? What's up, bro? What's up? And, uh, what's up? Nothing. What's up? What's and, uh, what the f is this? Mariah. What the f is Mariah. This? And Mariah thick. <laughs> Mariah thick. All right. So anyway. I know. Hey, come, like, come on, nothing. What the f is you doing in my house, bro? And he got his draw. Like, this don't appear real to me. But anyway. Oh, man. I, on, he got his tank top on, too. Who does this, bro? <laughs> she got her bras. Listen, I don't know what type of sex y'all having, but this ain't it. The f you doing in my house, bro? It is the f you look like it's on all on camera. Yeah, she got to have all that off, <laughs> right? Here you go. You don't know I got cameras, dummy. Man, bro, I swear to God, bro. All right, but let this be a lesson. We'll continue for the lesson. You know, what the f y'all doing? What the f is this? I got the cameras. I got the cameras or something. Y'all got cameras on the house and on my phone to record your. 
because you're a f-ing cheater. I do everything for you. I pay the f-ing bills in this house. Do everything for your f-ing. You got a whole other f-ing in my motherfucking house. Yeah, there those those draws ain't soiled. Pause. There's just no way. Hey man, get this off the camera, bro. Oh, you didn't know? Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, I pay everything. It's my motherfucking house. Oh, you knew? Yeah, yeah. You like, oh, and the man of God, bro. You up? Get his slides. Get his Nike slides. Okay, so he's kicking her out. Yeah, I mean, to me, this is a fake. This is this is a fake. Um, you know, it's one of those situations. World Star put it up there, um, and a couple people ran with it. Uh, thinking that but 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 the the moral of the story is we did show you a real one we did show you a real one then we showed you that one just to let you know i'm gonna i called out too many instances of being not legitimate um and uh the 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 concerning thing about this society is that these are serious issues and people are using these things people want to get popular people want to uh people want to go viral and uh, people are doing all kind of crazy things to go viral and get popular. They're stealing other people's content and philosophies. Uh, they're creating these scenarios and they're putting them out like they're real. And um, what what we need to really discuss is the uh, the reality of these situations happening and what how you should handle it. We showed you a real one. The first one we showed you was definitely real. The second one, uh, not so real, but there's still an issue here related to this. Anyway. Um, it, yeah, the stuff happens. This stuff is, is stuff that we need to talk about. So anyway, I don't know if some of y'all squares, y'all L7s out here, y'all have intercourse under blankets with um with uh your bra, your tank top, and your drawers on. I don't know if y'all, that, that ain't the way I get down around here, all right? And she just so happened to have her hair and nails done. Nah, that ain't the way I get down. It's going to be a little nastier than that. Y'all going to see towels every day like what is going on in here plastic covering up the tv why plastic covering up the tv coat mm. <laughs> yeah some of y'all don't know i gotta put plastic up in the room i gotta be like boy this girl get happy up in this mug <laughs> all right y'all don't know about plastic up in the room do y'all room yeah room be smelling like but this he would have walked in what the hell going on here Oh my God. <laughs> what the hell's all this sprinkle? Why is it all wet on the TV? <laughs> yeah, man, this is crazy, man. Y'all don't know what's going on in here. I don't know. Yeah, the rubber come out smoking. All right. You be like, damn. He pick up the rubber, like, whoa, that thing got smoke on it. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Just wait, man. Y'all got to get there, bro. Y'all got to get there. There was nothing there. That was a little too sanitized of a scene. That wouldn't have been my scene in there. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> he says, if it ain't sloppy, it ain't right. Now, nah, man, yeah. Y'all a little bit square. Not y'all. People are squares around here. I'm like, what kind of who? Under the cover? Oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. Hey, ladies, you ain't coming up over here talking about, uh, <laughs> you ain't coming over here under the covers, bro, with your bra on and socks. Nah, <laughs> no, no, ma'am. 
everything out, hanging and dangling and swangling and jiggling everything out. Ain't no rose petals neither. It gonna smell like <laughs> people not ready for me, man. Y'all not ready. Them girls come over. Okay, all right, I'll lie on the back. And then they come out, they be like, all kind of stuff be lighting up. They got a spinning wheel. I'd be like, all right, strap your arms and your legs over here. Let me go spin the wheel. <laughs> she like, what the hell going around and around? I thought this was going to be some sort of missionary event. Oh, no, ma'am. Uh, put your costume on. Costume? <laughs> yeah, we coming into the heart dungeon up in this mug, all right? I'm, I'm too old to be having some old, let's do some missionary <laughs> No, you coming home? Chainsaws coming out. Rum, rum. The lights come on. Whoosh! Four lights around the room. Why all these mirrors in here? She come in there. Why you got a mirror next to your bed? There's a mirror over there too. Why is there a mirror over? People <laughs> come to my room. You got mirrors everywhere, bro. Why you got these mirrors? I like to see myself in another dimension. That's why. <laughs> I got money. All right, people don't realize that. I want to see myself doing it. I can't just be looking at your face. I want to look over here and be like, there I am in the middle of it. All right, man, here we go. I don't know, man. Do y'all do that? Am I alone? You, he says, you are not alone. I am here with you. See, some of you young dudes, some of you young dudes don't know about none of that yet. Y'all don't know about none of that. Y'all y'all be trying to get something in before y'all mama come home. My mama can be coming home in about 10 minutes. Come on, girl. <laughs> you getting in your five strokes? This is how y'all do it. If y'all not doing it in a parking lot, in, in some sort of park bench, y'all trying to do it before your mama get home. You be like, come on, girl. Come on, man. Don't change your mind. Come on, come on, girl. Don't, come on. Hey, please, man. Hey, don't stop. Don't, don't change your mind. Come on, man. Let me get it real quick. Come on. Come on. Hurry up. Hey, man. My mama next door. Hold up. I'm about to get it right now. Five, four. Three, two, one. <laughs> Wait till you get your own house, bro. I got my own spot. We be everywhere. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Whips, whoops. Let's go. Call my name. What's your name? What's the safe word? Handcuffs. They be tied up to stuff. Mirrors. Here we <laughs> Y'all don't know, bro. Y'all just trying to get another little piece over here. I'm like, bro, I got to literally, let's go make, we about to make this exciting, man. I cannot just sit here and just get no couple five strokes in. Nah, man. We going to make this a game. Get them two dice over there. Roll them. What is it right there? Uh-oh. You in trouble now. <laughs> All right. Let me stop. All right. Press record. Here we go. Give your consent message. Let's do this. All right. Let's get it going. All right. Here. All right. Here we go. Oh, man. <laughs> Old-ass VHS camera with the flip out. It's the old thing right there with the flip out and it's flipped towards me so I can see what's going on. You see them dudes, they be sitting up there. Remember R. Kelly did that? He set it up and then he checked his position on it. <laughs> oh man, it's crazy, bro. 
Yep. No, somebody just said it. That Debo 28 got that R. Kelly VHS. If y'all don't remember, R. Kelly had that VHS and he had a clip of him setting it up. He was doing the whole thing, interacting it with nobody there. <laughs> Goodness. That's how we do, man. All right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh man, what a what a stream. All right, so we're gonna talk about why wives cheating on their husband is gonna be worse. Oh, where are we at here? Uh, Wellesy Drummond says, uh, paying my tuition, it's been a way. Paying my tuition, it's been a way uh, or a while, I believe, in that gym, pumping that iron while taking in your message and applying it to my life. Appreciate what you do, coach. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Get that pump on DGM. The Mayor Slayer says, J Flow has been reborn. And he says, and will now be going, uh, be called DGM to the coach game. So that's J Flow. He says, I've accepted the quest to end marriages before they begin. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. I like that. The agency NYC, he says, your life is fair game when you lay a married woman. Yes, it's fair game. Anything go. Whatever happens, happens, man. It is what it is. All right. ACDC says, coach, heard you're on so many platforms. You'll be on black.com next. I would not be surprised. All right. But I don't release my footage. So if it does get released, it'll be either Nelly style accident or somebody stole it. All right. One of these Kayleys. Um, Cause people be loved to get recorded, man. These like, guys I'm, see when you're a single guy, I'm going to tell you the advantages when you're a married guy, this is how people treat you. All right. Um, this is how your wife treats you. And I won't play the whole video cause we played it at the beginning of the show. Many people didn't see it, but when you're married, this is how wives treat you related to sex. Are you serious? I, I I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game? That he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing the ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. But when you're single, like anything goes. Like girls be coming over, can we record this? They come over with backpack, backpack full of toys. Have y'all ever had that happen? You meet somebody and they be like, oh, okay, I'm coming over. And they come over with a backpack. A backpack full of toys. I'm gonna read, I, I'm gonna read something. I'll just let y'all know. All right. I mean, because it just happened again recently. Here it is right here. Oh, hold on for a second. I, I gotta scroll it up. Cause um Kaylee was supposed to come over, but then we we ran out of time, and I was like, "Oh, I can't meet up." That's what she said. She was like, "Oh, I was I couldn't wait. I was coming over with a backpack full of toys." That's what she said. Hold on for a second. Let me see something. I'm trying to see where I can find it. She was like, "I had a backpack packed." Oh man! Oh, here it is. She says right here, "LOL." I had a bag all packed with toys and everything too. That's what she said. But then we ran out of time. I got it got too late. And I was like, ah, I can't meet up tonight. What you guys have to understand is when, they, uh, you know, the way the way women approach sex is they have kind of like, you know, they have kind of like fair game to do just about anything. Experiment, have the sex with the bad boys, have toys. Now, a guy does any of those things. A guy does any of those things. We get shamed for it. Like there's the whole doll fetish, right? And there's guys that be like, well, we'll just get a doll. Everybody's like, how could you do that? No. And I'm like, women got toys up the yin-yang. 
women got toys on toys on toys. Go into her room, go in that second drawer, right by her bed. Open that drawer up. It looked like a damn assembly line in there full of toys. So I'm always, I'm always, it's always odd how men are sexually shamed into getting sex one way, right? They always have to get it by getting some woman, either manipulating her or, or getting her to somehow, uh, you know, she has to love you. You know what I mean? Or she has to, oh, I give myself to you and my soul. If it's anything other than that, men get shamed all up and down of, of achieving sex. If it's anything other than that, the woman has to give you her soul or you had to manipulate her. You were crafty. Oh, you're such a good crafty guy. You keep manipulating all these three or four. If you do it any other way, any other way, it's a no-go. Have you ever noticed that? <clears throat> Men and women will shame you. Now, if you do, like, guys can't even go overseas. <laughs> they be like, you brought a plane ticket? You know what I mean? You brought a plane ticket to go? Shame on you. You know what I mean? It's like you got to literally get somebody in your neighborhood, manipulate her, talk to her, waste all this time, get her to give you her soul, and then you're supposed to pump and dump her. I mean, it's just like, but women, on the other hand, they have now in this generation a bunch of different ways they can get it. And they can openly talk about it. Yep, I use my, I use my, uh, what is the best word for the, uh, let's, I use my rubber toy on myself last night and they could go have laughs on it. They're like, ha, 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 ha. So we call this salami policing, meat policing. We are always, men and women are policing the way you use your Johnson. Constantly. Constantly. You, they're, they're, why, do, why is there an affinity to always be policing the way a man uses a Johnson? I'm, literally floored at the amount of ways people do it the only way you can do it is either marriage all right convincing a woman or manipulating the woman anything other how dare you you trick how dare you you go over there to go take uh her uh take advantage of uh women in south america how dare you use a toy how dare you i'm like dude just want to get a nut mm. let me get his nut <laughs> i don't care but they got a whole damn arsenal full of toys. So it is what it is. All right. I'm always taking a little board bit of a pragmatic approach. I'm like, man, we need to stop policing Johnsons around here for real. This not this is going to be, you know what? New title of video. We need to stop policing Johnsons. All right. This is going to be on the level of I'm going to start calling y'all. This is pause. I'm going to have to start calling men who police other men's Johnson. I'm going to have to start calling y'all out. I'm going to have to start calling y'all out. If y'all want to bang fat broads all day long, do it. I don't care. Y'all always mad. Like, that's another thing. This is another way you police a guy's Johnson. We talk about it all the time. We got the nasty boys over here. So, like, let's say guys just like big women. And there's some plenty of guys who like big women. There's some PUA over here dissing him because he's banging on big women. Okay, look, come on, man. Let him get a gordita if you want to get a gordita. I don't care. That's his Johnson. He can do whatever he wants with it. If you want to bang low-hanging fruit, go ahead. We need to stop Johnson policing. I'm calling out all content creators, and I'm going to start looking for clips of you policing people's Johnson. And I'm guilty, too, just so you know. But I don't, you know what I mean? I'm not a nasty boy anymore to the extent. 
Johnson policing has to stop and it will stop today. I'm going to call you a suspect Johnson policer. That's what we're going to do from here on out. Any one of these goofy guys starts policing people's Johnson, we're going to put their picture up and put he's a suspect Johnson policer. <laughs> That's what you are. We're going to name names. Oh, you was policing Johnson? There you are. You're a suspect. Why do you care about where another man puts his Johnson? Offers or Johnson? It's suspect as hell. You're going to have to call this out. According, and then I'm up here too. I've been policing Johnson too. <laughs> Look, if a guy wants to be a nasty boy, let him be a nasty boy. If he wants to be um, an incel or if he wants to be uh, with a dog, look, do what you want to do. Everybody else is doing what they want to do. Nobody has to get women the way you get them. Johnson policing has to stop and we'll stop it right now. I police, I police Johnson's too. I'll just have to tell you. I make fun of you. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah, they want you to, here we go. Team Nasty Boys, stand up. The Nasty Boys are like, thank you, coach. Thank you. So when I see you walking with that girl in the mall with them big old cheeks, <laughs> I ain't going to look at you. I always tell you I'll look at you and be like, you got to do what you got to do. All right, we'll do the Super Chats. Everybody's like, what is this show? All right, here we go. Did I get Miles? Did I get Forever? Uh, no, yeah, Forever, Forever, Vontae. Good morning, coach. 22 and never getting married. I'm young with money and women in my generation like to finesse. I'd rather get the bag for sure, man. Look, you gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> dude, women of the generation Z are cannot be trusted whatsoever at all. Not, not for marriage, no. Miles Chumley, shout out to the coach gang. You're going to hurt all the blue pill simps and religious folks with this one, coach. Human nature is a mofo. Yes, human nature is real. We're going to talk about, I'm going to show you stats on cheating next. If you guys want to stick around for this show. We're going to talk about cheating. We're going to talk about who, who cheats more. We're going to show you. We're going to talk about how people cheat. Do they use protection when they cheat? It's crazy. M. Lavo says, uh, anybody want, want to create a podcast and not have the creator all in the videos? Come to death row. Shout out to the coach gang. Yes, sir. Mr. Harris says, well, there's, he says, there's the next episode. All right. On which one? Rico, Rico, Rico Suave. Rico Wilson, shout out to the front booty, gremlin feet, hanging belly, sloppy yogurt, and snaggletooth X's, keeping my slow Tuesday busy. Thanks, coach. Free agent for life. Hey, they need love, too. They need a little loving. Um, and, and let's just be honest and fair. The math don't work out the same for all these guys running around saying they got eight nines and tens only. It don't work out the same. No, no, no. This is, guys, there's not that many eight nines and tens. There's no tens. And eights and nines are manufactured most of the time and sold on a, you know, sold on a marketplace for a reasonable amount of years. All right. And and 60% of women are overweight. So come on, man. Let's stop with the let's stop with the lies. And I cannot stand dudes that got a lie to kick it. Don't lie to me. If you have a body count of 200, I'd say a good 60, 65% of them are snaggle tooth, knock knee, all right, cockeyed. Hunchback, I mean, overweight, old, single mama. Come on, man. Especially if you're in um, the black community. 
If you're in the black community, there's odds are you're not banging no baddies. None. Very few of your bangs are baddies. Very few. Let's just call it like I see it. I mean, and then the obesity rate in the in the hood. If you live in Atlanta, you telling me you banging all baddies? There's no possible numerical way. The math don't work. That butter faces, yeah. There's no way. I mean, but it is what it is. But we tell the homies, you ain't got a lot to kick it. You ain't got a lot to kick it, <laughs> right? <laughs> Even Chads and Tyrones automatically admit, yeah, most of the women they get are four, fives, and sixes. A Chad and Tyrone will never lie to you. A Pookie will never lie to you. You know who lies to you? And this is this whole Pookie and Ray Ray. You know who lies to you? It's the dudes that aren't Pookie, Chad, Ray Ray, and Dexter. It's the goofy dudes who clean up, act like they're all that, and act like they understand that, and they come out here and flat out lie to your face. It's the dudes that think they got it together and I got all this damn, I know how to run this game and I know how to use that. They're the ones out here banging the, the worst kind of them all. And then they're out here, no, no, no. Everybody's always under 28 and they're always hot. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> man, I listen, you can lie to the youngsters, man, but hey, you know me, I keep it real on this show. Stop. We need to stop it. Snaggle two women. You need gap two smile women. All right. <laughs> he says that the white community, we call them block rockers. All right, here we go. Let's get back to the show. OHM star. He says when buying a Porsche, they commonly say, wait, the common saying is the expensive Porsche is the cheapest one on the market because of repairs, et cetera. Same rule of women. The free ones is the most expensive. Absolutely. The free one. I had a video called the free ones cost the most. Free women cost the most. I want you guys to remember that. Free women cost the most. It's the ones that say, my love don't cost a thing. Open your checkbook. Open your checkbook. Be prepared at any moment's notice to be paying a high fee for that basic stock factory issue performance. Because at any moment, she can flip the switch and be like, all right, now it's time for you to pay. What do I have to pay? You could have paid 250 bucks for it, but now you're going to pay 10000 20000 30000 60000 The free ones cost the most. And there's no such thing as free. All relationships are transactional, 100%. And if you don't transact through money, you'll transact through an STD. Okay, that's a transaction. It's actually a transmission, but it's a transaction. You'll transact through uh, Team Crazy. Who went? Who, have you ever been that? You've been chilling, and then you bang some woman. You was like, oh, good. I got that nut off. And she turned psycho on you. She turned crazy, a.k.a. crazy, as we call it. Women be like, don't call me crazy. I hate when people call me crazy. And then you like. Have you ever heard? I have a crazy woman like that in my life. And by the way, crazy peace leave is the best. Um, she literally was sitting there and said, I hate when people call me crazy. And I was like, <laughs> that's ironic because if people are calling you crazy, that might be your first hint that you're actually crazy. You know what I mean? Like, 
why do people call me delusional and crazy? I was like, I was sitting there in her apartment and she was saying this. I was like, shit. <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm stuck. If if there's multiple people calling you crazy and after interacting with you, what do you expect? Uh, let's see here. Chris Black says, in my opinion, all they want is attachment through marriage. They don't entertain other financial solutions. If you break up ahead of time, they're hoping to sell high. Exactly. This is why they, they'll sit up under you for years. Oh, I love you. I fell out of love with you. And then they wait until you get to a certain point and pull it. Guys, this is a business deal. Victor Jimenez says, what are your thoughts on surrogates to have children to avoid legal child support? It will be cheaper, but you are missing the other parent. Um, I've done that. I've done a full stream on opportunities available for surrogacy. And we use celebrities that have used surrogacy um, in order to prevent having the other parent pull the plug on them, as most parents will. Most parents will. In our country, only 17.5% of, of households are two parents with their biological kids. Every other household is something dramatically different, whether single, whether broken home, whether Skittles. Um, there, there's a whole bunch of dynamics that people live in. But a small dynamic is, is two people married living together with their children. Small. So if you want to do surrogacy, explore it. It's cheaper oftentimes than marriage and child support. Way cheaper. Some companies are even offering surrogacy benefits, benefits for people to explore surrogacy. You know, as a benefit, hey, we'll pay X amount of dollars towards your surrogate. Because they know people aren't getting married. They're too consumed with their household. So somebody says, I think you said you're missing out on the other parent. You're always missing out on the other parent, right? In, a, in the marriage and divorce, we call co-parenting normal. How is co-parenting normal when the other parent is uh, automatically X'd out of the, the decision-making on a daily basis? It's it's a phenomenon. I, I look at it, and then people look at surrogacy and say, no, there's no way. I'm like, we're doing that now. I mean, single motherhood is surrogacy. Uh, praying mantis is surrogacy. But eventually, you pay after the fact <laughs> instead of before. All right, shout out to you. Uh, and I also did this thing. I was like, why don't you have a family overseas? And everybody's like, oh, no, man, I won't even get to see my child but four times a year. I'm like, you'll see them way more than if you had a baby in the hood right now or in any black community. You'll see that child overseas way more than you'll see them here in America. Some of you guys, kids live around the corner and up the street and you can't even see your kid. You don't even see them or you can't see them. You got to go through all kind of hoops and hurdles to jump through them. Meanwhile, you can literally get a passport, take your ass over there, get a suite somewhere in the Dominican Republic. Hey, bring my damn kids. <laughs> right? Hang out with them all summer. Or you can have her send the kids to you somewhere, you know, you live in New York. Send my kids up from the Dominican. Send my kids up from Puerto Rico. They kick it with you all summer. You didn't see them way more than you would in the hood. You got to go through all kind of courts and jump through all kind of hoops and hurdles just to see your damn kid. 
And when you see him, somebody monitoring your ass. Oh, what type of parent? Oh, I see you. Oh, you must have violated. The oh, I, you know, social worker monitoring you watching. Her grandmama's watching you watch your own kids. Am I lying here? Am I lying here? You guys think that's normal. And you want to explore other options for yourself. Oh, man, that just seems too complicated. Oh, what if, what if, okay, what if you had a kid here in America today? Highly likely you will not be in the kid's life. Highly likely. I mean, almost to the tune of 60, 70% likelihood that you will not be in that kid's life when that kid walks across the stage in graduation. Or you would have seen that kid limitedly. Like you would have seen them every other weekend or every week after every week. Like that is the normal state of parenthood in our country right now. And then you're looking at surrogacy overseas family. Oh, I can't even think about it. No. Am I lying? <laughs> I'm not lying, bro. All right, here we go. Griffy boy says she's thieving that salami. She was thieving it for show. All right. Griffy boy also says the daughter too. Ooh, no. <laughs> All right. The daughter too. Watch out for them. All right. Bitcoin is pumping right now. Get on your crypto game. I hope you guys bought the dip. Jay Rodriguez, all relationships are transactional. The free women is the most expensive and husbands are the biggest tricks. If we're going to define, if we're going to define tricks, the husband is the biggest trick in our country today. If a man says to, if a man says, um, like I, that Dave Ramsey video where the man said, the woman called and was like, oh, you know, I have all this debt. My man married me. So he needs to pay off the debt. How big of a trick would you have to be to agree to that? You were paying off debt that you weren't even in the woman's life. And people were going, yeah, he should be able to pay it. He married her. That is a humongous trick. But do what you want, guys. Do what you want with yourself. And you're going to pay more for that woman. You know what? You're also going to pay to not even sleep with her. We're going to get to that in a minute. Let me get to that now. All right. Let me get to that now. All right. Because uh, let's see here. We're going to talk about that here. Let's see. Uh, let's talk about sex is marriage real quick uh, because. Wait, where is it? Oh, here it is. Sex is marriage. We'll talk about that briefly because sometimes the sex is marriages uh, stem from someone having an affair. All right. Or someone having a porn addiction or some, you know, that's normally where the sex is marriage comes from uh, because we're not monogamous. We're not monogamous creatures living together into eternity and happily ever after is not real. It's fantasy. Most people live together and they're forced to live together. You guys are forced monogamous. You guys are societal monogamous. All right, but sexually, we're not monogamous and we don't participate in it. Normally, the engine cools down and it's okay. Uh, it's real. If we dealt with it in a real way, uh, people would uh, be able to understand it. But we always try to figure out why people are doing this. He says, no couple imagines on that day, on the day they get married that someone, wait, I'm sorry. No, no couple imagines on the day that they get married that someday they will stop having sex. Yet 15 to 20% of all couples experience long periods of time where they have no sexual intimacy. Uh, if this is the, let me see here, uh, they're, they're addressing here. What is a sexless marriage? A sexless marriage is one in which a couple is not being sexually intimate. Now, the couple's not being sexually intimate. However, one or both partners are being sexually intimate, but just not in the coupledom. This is what we have to understand about sexist marriages that nobody will um, talk about here because we're going to look at some charts. This is why people cheat. 
This is an indication of someone cheating. Both people are not going without sex. Trust me. If they are, then they're both like fat. You know what I mean? They're both like, they can't service each other. But a sexist marriage does mean the couple's not being sexually intimate. This could be for a variety of reasons. The most common reason is because of lack of desire on one or both parts. No, a lack of desire for each other. The desire is there, trust me, right? The desire is there. When one or both partners are no longer interested in sex with each other, it can signal significant problems underlying the relationship will soon experience. Yep, the relationship is over. Um, part of the reason you marry is for sex. And if that happens, the sexual contract is broken, in my opinion. All right, the sexist relationship can also be the result of longstanding problems. Sure, she's not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> or an immature person will try to still leverage sex in order to get things in a marriage. Well, I'm not, I'm going to treat you, you're in the doghouse. No, no sleeping in our bedroom. No sex for you. All right. Oh, you made me mad. Sleep on the couch. No sex for you. All right. You didn't give me what I want for my birthday. No sex for you. All right. Uh, an immature person does that in their marriage. They're, they're going to be doomed for divorce. Uh, how frequently does the average couple have sex? It's here, it's here. The average couple has sex 60 times per year or once a week, according to the famed sexual therapist, uh, Barry McCartney. All right, so guys, you're getting married so you can have relations with your wife and you think you're going to have at least, let's just say minimally three times a week. You're thinking at least three times, okay? Uh, when you're young, you're thinking at least every day. Uh, but here's the average couple has sex 60 times per year. Uh, 60 times per year. Does that make sense? Yeah, because there's 52 weeks, 52 weeks, right? 52 weeks, roughly. So that's once a week. Uh, many couples have sex more frequently than weekly, uh, and many couples have sex less than weekly. It is important that each couple identify what is the healthiest sexual frequency for them. You need to identify that up front and hold them accountable. Like, like she can't say, yeah, I'm going to have sex three, four times a week. And then pull back and say, well, no, I ain't in the mood. Nope, uh, uh, you didn't do nothing. Nope, I'm not happy. Nope, I'm, and you guys got to factor in their monthly flow. Aunt flow, we call it over here. All right, aunt flow is always in the building. I mean, aunt flow is going to pay a visit some every 30 days. So for the most part, if you guys don't like to run red lights, meaning if you don't like to get your sheets bloodied, then you got to wait five to seven days. Sometimes if she's regular. So there's, there's a three-week possibility open window. Then if you're trying to avoid pregnancy, then there's another potential uh, couple of days there. So there's really only available 21 out of the 30 days available for sex and marriage. The red light district. Yeah, the stop sign. Y'all got like the run red lights and run stop signs, all right? Some married people will let that go. Hey, just put a towel down. You know, the nasty boys know about that. Put that towel down right there, all right? Y'all already swapping fluids. What's a little blood? You know, when you're married, you just overlook all that. Hey, look, my wife's like, oh, I ain't feeling too good. I'm bleeding. Okay, yeah. <laughs> There's a funny meme. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> There's a funny meme with Hulk Hogan. Um, here it is right here. Uh, let's see here. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm right here. Here's a funny meme right here. Girl, you extra wet tonight. Turn lights on. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Somebody said, period, you mean ketchup? All right, so um, that's the funny Hulk Hogan meme. I remember that. Because you'd be like, oh, boy, it's nice and juicy down there. 
Then you wake up, oh my Lord, somebody died in here today. Mm. <laughs> yep, you just jump in the shower. Hey, when you're married, you got to let that, that stuff you do. I mean, that's, I don't know if you guys know that. When you're married, you do that. People don't realize that. You'd be like, hey, shoot, you ain't, I don't know the next time I'm going to get it. I need it now. So I said, gross. Who knows about that? Who, what married, married dudes know about that? All right. He said, nah, bruh. Yo, have y'all been married? Married people run them lights. <laughs> Some married people don't do it. Hey, guys, if you, if you don't run them red lights, you don't know when you're going to get it next. <laughs> all right. All that is is an indication that she's not having your kid. All right, let me see here. Marriage uh, becomes, we get we over here. Okay, here he goes. Marriage becomes sexless for a very variety of reasons. Common reasons are a lack of desire, postpartum depression. Remember I told you that? Postpartum depression. That is a very common reason. Uh, frequent marital conflict, which was always going to be there, always going to be there, and or recent marriage crisis or personal crisis that has impacted the client. All right, so with that, all that being said here, um. With all that being said, let's go and review some charts here. All right. Admitting to cheating, exploring how people, uh, honest people are about their infidelity. In the United States, it is common saying that honesty is the best policy, but research suggests that the average American, average American lies one or two times a day. Uh, with women, it's more, and we proved that. It's almost 30 times a day. Um, it's not that they're trying to be malicious. Oftentimes, they, would, they said that they lie so much because they're trying to protect the other people that they're talking to or about. All right. I showed you that study where they, they said women lie 30 times a day. All right. But mostly it's like, you know, in their eyes, little white lies, or they're not trying to hurt the person. They're trying to protect the person. Oh, you look great in that dress. All right. One lie. Bang. They can pile them up. They can pile them up in minutes. In fact, in fact, uh, one study even found that about 60% of its participants couldn't make it 10 minutes without lying. Although some of these moments, might constitute more fibs, dishonesty, and infidelity between couples can cause serious long-term damage to the relationship. About 20% of married men and 13% of married women have cheated, according to the Institute of Family Studies, for family studies, and yet so little is known about it. And it says in a search for answers, we surveyed 441 people, not 10, not four, who admitted to infidelity with their partners. We asked them how long it took to tell their significant others, plus why they cheated, and how their partner reacted once they found out. Keep scrolling to find the numbers here. But so here we go right here. Um, people that have cheated before, and you have 53% that were surveyed, they said they didn't cheat. And then you had this person, these group of people said they cheated and never admitted it to their partner. And then these people said they admitted it, they cheated and admitted. But if you can see right down the line here, we got close to 50% of the people who were polled in that poll, more almost close to 50% cheating. Everybody here see that, all right? They combined the numbers between, they, 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 they dissected the numbers between admitting to the partner and never admitting. However, you got close to 50% cheating. All right, uh, percentage admitted to past infidelities to a new partner. So these are people who cheated on their old partner and they admitted it to their new partner. All right, this is probably, uh, I would be hard, that would be hard to believe to me. All right, here, telling their partner if they're cheated, that hasn't, this didn't, um, here we go right here. Contraception use. 
there's a big lie in our community and around the world that people are using condoms. Okay. It's not true. A lot of people aren't using protection. Especially now that AIDS is, you can live with AIDS. You can live with HIV. Not with AIDS, but you can live with HIV. So people aren't really scared of sex that way. People are more scared of droplets on tongues and lips and catching the C-19 than they are from catching any uh, sexually transmitted disease. Almost all of them are curable now, so nobody's really using protection. And here we go right here. Percentage of people who warp, uh, use protection by gender. When you have the men who admitted to cheating, of the men who admitted to cheating, only uh, only 59% of them used the condom. Same with the women. These are people sharing partners. These are people sharing partners and never use protection. That's pretty big. It is there by relationship status. The married people overwhelmingly use no condom. So the people who admitted to cheating who were married, most of them did not use a condom. The ones in the relationship seems to be using the condoms the most, but the ones who are married, no condom. So when you're when the wives or husband cheats, most of the time you can assume that they didn't use no Jimmy hat or any protection. Uh, let's see here. Uh, reasons for admitting cheating. I'm not worried about that as much. A percentage of people who regretted cheating overwhelmingly both said they regretted cheating. Most of it is you regret getting caught. People who stayed together after cheating, most of the people who were married stayed together in their marriage after cheating. All right. The people in the relationships, most of them left. All right. The relationship after the cheat. All right. These are interesting things that you can look through. I'll try to leave, leave a description, a uh, link in the description box of that chart. But this interesting stuff It's kind of stuff that you want to get into because we can easily say women cheat more, women cheat more, uh, men cheat more, women cheat more. But it goes deeper than that. Also, the financial cheating. Um, and then uh, let me talk about this predicting infidelity and updated look at who is most likely to cheat in America. I won't read all of this, but um, they went through demographics of who they would say would be most likely to cheat the most. Of course, in this show, um, you're going to see more men. It says right here at this point between the eight. Oh, I've already said this too. Between the years of 18 and 29, women cheat more. This one confirms it. Now, as it gets later, you're going to see why men cheat more. It's going to make sense. It makes sense for the women, too. Why? Because their value is a little bit higher. They can easily attain partners faster than men. Men can't get partners as fast as women. And there's a risk of pregnancy, et cetera, et cetera. So men, between the years of 18 and 29, there's that dreaded 18 and 29 again. And that's you. I just did a video on my main channel about years, the years 18 through 30 men just build. Okay. Have a little fun, build, travel, build yourself up. But between the years of 18 and 29, which are the most pivotal years of relationship forming, women cheat more. According to this, it's a slight more, but women cheat more. They have better access to easier partners, period. And this is not just young girls. These are older women who got married, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. As you advance in age, it goes to pass to men. Why does this happen? His portfolio improves. His options improve. 
as he builds himself up. And then why does hers stay here? Hers declines, okay? And then as they both go along longer, 40 to 49, there's an increase in affairs in both genders. It's pretty much almost on par growth. Then between the, after the years of 50, what happens? Men's explode. Their cheating explode. Why? Because let me show you a video. I'll show you a video. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. So men at this age, men at this age are like, I'm not going home to that woman. I'm not going home to that gordita. Uh, she's at this age going either she gave up on life. She's hit the wall dramatically. Or she's banging the pool guy. These are all, you know, stereotypes here. But the cheating does increase. The cheating increases till 60 and then a dramatic drop off. A dramatic. After 60, there ain't nothing going on. She dried up like the Sahara Desert. All right. There's nothing. Nobody wants her. It's hard for her to cheat. All right. I mean, everything goes downhill. But for men, even after 60 into 70, they still cheating. <laughs> they still getting peace leave. They still on sneaking around. They got sugar babies. They got money to burn. Been still going after it. Okay. And then even as I got money. Even as he decreases in age into 80, he's still cheating. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh let's see here. Let's, hey. Here comes the bankroll. Here it comes. It would make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen. That's what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? To who? You don't want to be committed. I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs. <laughs> so it shows you guys. The chart shows you, man. Men win in the end. I keep telling you. I'm not saying cheating is a win, but what I'm saying is everything starts working in your favor after 30. I mean... How many men have had that epiphany? You struggled, you struggled in dating, you struggled in life, you struggled to build while while your counterpart is out there having fun, partying. And then you're like, man, I can't figure this out. Right around 35, 36. And if you catch yourself in shape and you get a little bit of money, life takes off like crazy. The world starts opening up. And I'm going to tell you, man, people think men over 45 and 50 are old. I'm like, bro, you just getting started, man. You don't have no idea because you're you got money to burn now. You know what I mean? You can trick. You can do whatever you want. You can get the you're going to get more prime women. Most men get more prime women later in their lives than earlier the, in their lives. And I will bet anything on that. There's going to be a Chad and Tyrone that might disagree with me. But even Chad and Tyrone's get low quality women. The PUAs don't disagree, but they're disingenuous. They will act like every woman they've been with, they banged or been hot girls. Not many guys can say that on this planet. Even Genghis Khan was impregnating sloppy women. So I'm just telling you, most 
concubines didn't have attractive women. They had women that serviced them, old maids, grannies. So anyway, after age 35, you get your, your life takes off in a trajectory that you didn't see coming. So I always tell men, don't throw in the towel. Where are we at? Mr. Lachalot says, I'm sure the dog was trying to tell him, given that Martin Lutherly stare, that's how the dogs be looking at you like, bruh, do you know what you're about to do? And the girl goes upstairs. I've never done this before. <laughs> Guys, you don't have the ability to try to say, I'm only going to get attractive women. You don't even have that. You really never have that ability until you put money on the table. Why do you think all these men are millionaires and billionaires with yachts? Why do you think they have yachts? <laughs> I'm just telling you. Why do you think they do that? You think they do that because they want a boat? Or do you think they're doing that because they know nice young trim are going to want to be on that boat? People always talk about tricking. I'm like, them guys buy stuff like that. Private jets so they can go bang girls in the private bedroom, mile house. Mile High Club, they do that. Yeah, competition, they do it as tax write-offs. They got to spend the money somewhere. But they know girls are going to be on that boat. They know girls are going to be on, they going to want to be on that boat. They want that, and girls are going to just jump on the boat, more attractive women. So by the time you have that, it's that's just a natural thing in life. A woman, yeah, women love boats. I'm telling you, I live in Newport Beach, home of the boats. And when I say boats, I want the people in Texas to understand, I'm not talking about a tracker boat that you go bass fishing on. <laughs> All right, every time I say a boat, some dude from Texas, man, boats aren't that expensive. I could go to a Bass Pro Shop and get me a boat for $24,000. I'm not talking about a bass fishing boat. I'm talking about, when I say boat, we're talking about 50 feet boat. Women jump on boats like crazy. I don't know what it is. Hey, ladies, what is it about boats? You know what it is? Not everybody has one. They'll jump on the boat in, yeah, 35 foot. We're talking about big ass boats. A sailboat, a yacht boat. That's a boat. What you got is a, a floating raft. <laughs> A Bass Pro Shop floating uh, aluminum raft. That's what you have. And shout out to my aluminum raft, Bass Pro Shop. By the way, they'll jump on those boats too. I'm, he's, by the way, yeah, a floating home. That's what a boat is. By the way, those little boats, women will jump on those boats too. If you live anywhere near a lake and you got the boats with the speakers up here, you got one of them little speed boats, they'll jump on them boats too. Right away. They'll jump right on them. Inflatable raft ass. <laughs> hey, man, I was down at the beach one time over in Newport. I'm telling stories today. And they said they can't swim either. They'll still jump on the boat. Hey, I was down at the beach one day. And I'm, I don't remember what I was doing. I might have been vlogging. And um, I was uh Balboa Bay. I was in Balboa. Lake Bal uh, not Lake Balboa. Balboa Island. Balboa Island. So anyway, this dude, this white dude's walking with his white girl or whatever. They must have just started dating. And um, he's walking. He was like, hey, we're going to go over and get their boat, right? And you know she had delusions of grandeur. You know what I mean? You know she was like, oh, man, boy, this guy I met, he has a boat down here. 
in Balboa. And then he's walking and he says, there's my boat right there. I swear to God, it was like a damn foot paddle boat. What do they call those um, in, in California? They, they call them, um, you know me with names. It was a boat, you foot paddle boat. It was a little ass boat. I was like, shit. He walked in there. They call him a, a <laughs> it wasn't a kayak. It wasn't a gondola. No, no, no. I didn't think of what it's called. Um, I can't remember what it's called. That boat was little as hell. Now, I ain't dissing him. I, I mean, I could have bought the boat. But he walked in the water and unchained that boat. I was like, sheesh. It's called a paddle boat. It was a paddle boat. I was like, you know she mad as hell. You know she was mad as hell getting in that damn thing. She was like, bro, you said you had a boat. <laughs> he was like, yep. She was, he, he, he was like, <laughs> he started moving that boat, moving his feet. She was sitting over there like this, like, damn. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Because, you know, she was thinking he had a big ass uh, boat. He had her out there. They was out there. <laughs> I was like, yo ass about to work. He was like, baby, you better start paddling. She was like, damn. Oh, man. It's a boat, though. It was a boat. I was looking at it. I was like, wow, dude, you got her. You got them gold diggers. That would have been a good gold digger video. All right. Don Juan says, coach, how about swingers husbands watching their wives get bull pummeled, uh, watching the bulls pummel his wife? Is that against the code of not sleeping with another man's wife or girl? No, 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 no. Uh, the rule about sleeping with another man's wife goes to this. And now the religious people are going to back down on this one. I'm, they're not going to back this up. But if he gives permission, that's different. All right. But if you sneaking on another man's wife, no. But if you guys are involved in swinging and she, he, there's permission and rules, you follow the rules. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't do it with my wife, but. That's neither here or there. If I'm at a party and he says, hey, my wife wants you. All right. Here we go. <laughs> uh, Art Stanton says one of the first country songs on phonograph in 1924, Rock All Our Babies to Sleep, was about a husband walks in the home like lamb, wife getting piped. Interesting. That's interesting. Guys, we've been living these problems for a long time. Uh, where are we at here? Oh, it's rolled up. Uh, a boo baby, a boo baby says, coach, where's the pro black channel at? He says, you know, every time I tune in, I'll inquire about it, man. What we need to do. I can make a, Ooh, I can make a good spoof pro black channel. They'd be mad at it though. They'd be mad at it. Will Smith says, remember swole dudes and dad by dudes, always a skinny dude in bed with your wife. Wow. August and Jada. Yeah, that's true too. Uh, the myth about how women cheat with is, is it's very mythical. You it's really unpredictable of who they select. But oftentimes it's not going to be the same guy she's married to. So if if you're a skinny financial guy and you're supporting financially, she'll cheat with a buff dude. But you can be a buff dude and she'll cheat with a pookie, or she'll cheat with somebody in decent proposal style. Like, so you don't have the finances together, but you're buff. She'll cheat with somebody that has more money. That's typically how it works. And ladies, I know, I know. You're like, talk about when the men cheat. You want me to talk about when the men cheat, ladies? I mean, is there enough of you here? Send me a foot picture if you want me to talk about the men cheat. 
Send me, send me one foot put, foot picture of your feet. All right, lotion them up. Get your, get your coconut oil. Get your, what do they call it? Get your uh, pina colada oil. Rub them feet up. Get the back of your heels and get in between them toes. Right in there, right in there. Get in between them toes. Send me a picture, and I'll talk about when the men cheat. Because it's an easy formula. It's an easy formula about when men cheat. You want to know what it is, ladies? Yeah, get your cocoa butter. Get your cocoa shea butter. You know the sisters. Get your shea butter. White girls. You know, white girls barely put lotion on at all. Sisters, get your, get your shea butter. Get in between them toes, sisters. All right, put your toenail polish on. Get in there, and I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how to predict if your husband going to cheat. All right, but you got to send me a foot picture. <laughs> All right, well, I think we go right here. Tony Sosa says, speaking of why cheating, did you see uh, Charissa Thompson? At the Madison, uh, at the Madden event on Saturday, she was acting up and the chat was ruthless. Stay up. Wow. Is it Charissa? I thought it was Carissa. Clarissa. I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah, she's suspect anyway, bro. What was she? Who was she on? Hanging on an athlete? Speak my mind says mirrors on the ceiling. I'm not a mirrors on the ceiling guy, but I've had it before. I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I like all views. Like, I can't just have the POV. You know, first body, first uh, in body experience, sex view. I got to see all kind of angles. Ladies, I still ain't got no feet pictures yet. Y'all better get in here. He said white girls use water. Yeah, because they ash don't appear like it appears on dark skinned people. They be ashy and you don't even know. You like, damn. We get out the shower. Vaseline, baby oil, shea, cocoa butter, or else your feet in 10 minutes going to look like you've been kicking flour around the kitchen. <laughs> we Vaseline on our head, Vaseline here. We got Vaseline getting in the ear. You don't want no ash. 10 minutes later, you walk out the door ashy as hell because that lotion is sucked up into your dry-ass body. Well, we can't get there. That's why we don't go to swimming parties. That's why we don't go to swimming parties. Because you know when you soon as your ass jump in the pool, as soon as you come out, you're going to be ashy. Let that wind hit you. <sighs> your, feel, your back, oh, damn, my skin cracking. Black people, man, we can't get it. We can't get it right, man. We can't get it right with our skin. Our skin be a mess. Our skin just ain't built for all that water. <laughs> water on us like that. You scratch it, oh, damn, ashy. So we don't get in the water. We was like, nah, I put all this baby oil lotion on. I ain't jumping in that mug. That's why we don't know how to swim. White people get to the water as soon as they get in. Parents can't even put all the stuff down. The kids running in the water. <laughs> White people come in, cannonball, tucking their knees, jumping in the water. Because they ain't ashy when they come out. <laughs> Who think I'm lying? And the water's too, he says, too much hard water in the West. Yeah, man, you put, you jump in this water, man, you're going to come out dry as hell. You can't just, I'll take a dip. Sitting by the pool tanning, let me take a dip. Come back out. <laughs> they just lay down. Not me. I got to go in and put all kind of lotion back on as soon as I come out the pool. Anyway, yeah, that chlorine, it's toxic to my skin, man. I can't just jump in water like that. 
All right, uh, Turpike Tyrone says, men stay away from men's toys because that post nut hits differently when you're staring at a doll. I've never done it, so I can't really say. But I did have post nut clarity standing next to a live flesh woman that I definitely regretted instantly. So I don't know if it's any different. You know what I mean? Like, how different can it be? You basically take a woman in, you're like, oh, man, she here, man. Oh, I got a fetish for this type of woman. I'm going five rounds. You get her in, she lay down, you see all that gunk, you see all that big old heavy flesh. You lift that titty up and it be plop, it plop right down back on her stomach. And you like, whoosh, it's not quite like it looked like in the movie. But I'll go in. And you go in, push and shove for a couple of minutes. You're like, oh, this is great, fantastic. It feels great. And then you roar. Just like you thought you would because you went into it. By the time you catch your breath and look over at the damage you did, you were like, I cannot believe I found this appealing. Look at what I have done. Do you see this right here? Oh, my goodness. You can't even. Don't touch. Don't touch me. Previously, you were all over this human being. Like you were over in inside this person. <laughs> now you don't want her to touch you. That's how bad pre-nut and post-nut clarity is, guys. You don't want her to breathe on you. You can't imagine her kissing you. You were just kissing her. Okay. Don't kiss me. Oh my God. Ooh. You look at her tongue, it's all fat. You look at that fat tongue. You're like, oh. It's real, and I tell women all the time, man, hey, you guys got to understand men. What we say before an orgasm and after an orgasm, we're two different people. We are two different people, and I want you to know that, ladies. If you guys accept that, because you guys listen to guys that, oh, the guys don't, the guys aren't talking to me like coach talks to me. Coach is lying, and I'm like, no, the other guys are lying, all right? I'm letting you know the other guys are lying to you. I'm not trying to have sex with you, so I have no incentive. They're lying to you because they haven't busted. As soon as they bust, guess what happened? Everything he says before he busts is a is misrepresented. He you you now have to renegotiate terms. It's Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. It's the Incredible Hulk. It's Bruce Banner, David Banner slash the Incredible Hulk. Soon as the Incredible Hulk comes off of that high, and he wakes up and realizes. You're like, what happened? That's what that's what men are. If you want to understand men, understand that. And not not only that, he might have thought you were an eight, but after he busted, you are now a four. I don't care how attractive you are. You are now a four. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna tell you why you're a four. Because now he's factoring in smell. He has a smell sensation that's reopened up. He wasn't smelling nothing before. Now he's smelling something. Like he was looking past obvious discomfort smells, but now all of a sudden his smell sensation didn't open back up. And he's, oh my God, <laughs> right? And the smell's coming from somewhere. That's going to cheat you down a couple of minutes because you were pretty before the smell, but now he's, he's going to go, is that you? 
then uh, smeared makeup, then the qualities that you had before he laid you down are no longer visible. He can see the, the tracks in your hair weave. He can see your wig come off. He can see every blemish. He can see every mole, every dark spot, every sunspot, every sun mole. He can see everything. He didn't see it minutes before. He did not see it. Now he sees it clearly. He can see every mustache, every nose hair. He can see your eyeball is uneven. Your eyelash fell off and is on the pillow, so you got one eyelash. Your mascara smeared all on your face. He's like, see, we're a physical. We're, everything's based on how we look at things. And how we look at things before and after are completely different. Yeah, he's seeing varicose veins, ashy feet, blemishes, bunions. He can see everything now. So if there's one thing that women should learn about men is that whatever he's saying, pre-orgasm, is he's not going to say any of that minutes after. Not seconds, not years after, minutes after. Minutes after, he's going to have a completely different idea of who you are as a human being. Immediately. The clock struck zero. That's what happened. And then she's going to be like, hey, why don't you do that thing that you just did to me? No, man, look, once he put his, <laughs> once there's been transfer, he's not doing anything that he did prior that he just did 10 minutes ago. He's not doing any of that. Trust me. What he wants to do, ladies, most often than not, is leave. <laughs> what he wants to do is leave at that moment. Nine out of 10 times. Every now and then he might find that one girl that he doesn't mind and he'll just do that. <laughs> what he wants to do is get out of Dodge. He doesn't want to be there anymore. So some dudes will take seconds, but even then it's not, it's not going to be what it was the first time. I wish people would understand this. We're literally right now, this is this is a thorough, this is the most thorough understanding of dynamics of relationships that you will ever hear. <laughs> and every guy knows that's why they're laughing right now. They don't want no parts of what they just did. And it's a thing. So everybody has to understand that. Ladies, you can protect yourself against this. You can guard yourself against this. All right. Uh, T-Bone says, I'll catch the replay. I appreciate your grind. Keep saving men. This free agent lifestyle, red pill, MGTOW movement is the best thing for us in this era. Also, uh, makes us a nasty boy. Shout out to the dirty. Yeah, we need the dirty grandpa shirt. All right, Edward Harvey says, Coach, how do single moms get 17K in taxes with an income near the refund? Well, that child tax credit, I think. I'm not sure. Somebody says, is this real? Are we changing the dynamics of sexual culture? Um, I don't know. I don't know what that means. But I think what, what's happening here is we have to understand this is how it's always been. I mean, this is what makes men non-monogamous. Monogamous doesn't suit us. We just have a purpose, and that is to spread our seed, be fruitful and multiply, even within marriage or outside of marriage. Black Seance says the pickup game doesn't work the same, coach. Free agent for life. By the way, my name is pronounced Saiyan. Saiyan, like a hotel. Black Saiyan. Thank you, man. Appreciate you for clearing that out. Clearing that up. MGTOW Gamer says we need an episode on the subject of nasty boys. We do because that's going to be a very deep subject. A lot of people don't want to touch that one. I'll touch it. Most all men have been nasty boys. Uh, some guys will just be willing to admit it. 
All right. Um, but, but the reality is you will find a woman who is don't have nothing going on for her. She's like probably a three on anybody's scale. And she got a line of dudes line. This guy, this woman, see the male version of her got zero going on. But there is a woman that that is damn near homeless. She her mattress is on the floor. Her house is a mess. She got no car and um she be on the bus stop. She be collecting wicked EBT. She'll post a picture on Instagram and have dudes on her with prenup non-clarity. All dudes will put there's dudes that are gonna pipe it down. And as soon as they bust, they're gonna run up out of there. All right. But she got it going on. So she can get fixed if she wants to get fixed. So it is what it is. And so a lot of guys are willing to do that. The guys just want to get that feeling. They don't want, they don't really care who the person is. Women, on the other hand, kind of care a little bit. And they want it to be a caring thing. She wants to give her body to somebody who's going to care for her. But, you know, if those things weren't in place, our population would be just off, off the roof. You know what I mean? But it's in place for a reason. Nate Bit, could you make uh, could you make your girlfriend a wife a surrogate? I don't think so. That's interesting. No, but you can do a co-parenting agreement. I don't think you can make your wife a surrogate. Uh, Tiger Roar says, Coach, men are better at most things, but women are better single parents. Make that make sense for me. Of course, people th assume that they're better single parents, but that's just a that's a myth. I mean, you can't prove that. You can prove it on the other side that men do better when the woman's removed to the from the relationship because then there's consistency. But uh, women tend to be inconsistent, so they're hot and cold. They're warm. They're they're, they're hot. You know, you don't know what she's gonna get, and sometimes she can disrupt you from being a parent. Um, I've done my best parenting in the absence of my co-parent uh, because then there's no jealousy. There's there's not a whole bunch of issues that men have to deal with. Man, we. It's a different breed. SAU Engineeria, Tacos and Gordita, south of the border, coach gang in the house. Don't get married, fellas. Understand human nature. He says XXs aren't worth it. Ignore them. Lift, make money, and your life will be better. Okay. And so marriage has always been a, a part of our of our culture. But uh once the state got into it, it's not it's not for you guys. Justin Gonzalez should uh would you uh when should you introduce your kids to a woman you're dating? Or can you not introduce them at all? Um, I would. I made the mistake of introducing my kids to a woman that I dated, and we broke up a week later. It wasn't because of that, but it was because of something else. And then the kids at that age were constantly asking for this person years later. Hey, what happened to this person? And they thought, and my kids in their mind thought we were still dating. You know what I mean? Like my kids would see women text me, and forever they keep bringing this person up as if. This is the only woman in my life. You know what I mean? Like, they don't know. My kids just don't know. And they're like, hey, this person keeps seems to date you. You must be serious about her. I'm like, no, she keeps she keeps texting me. Okay. So, but uh, they don't know. I They know I have a burner phone. But most of the other women who text me, they text me on my burner phone. This girl just happens to have my main phone, which if we're in the car, it'll that name will flash up on the screen. Oh, there, there's that person again. You must be in love with her dad, right? 
And I'm like, oh, boy, if you only knew I'm out here on just a nasty old shark. But they don't want, you know, I can't tell their, I can't tell my kids, uh, kids, dad's a shark out here. All right. That's my, that's the one. <laughs> uh, but point being is never introduce your woman to a woman you're dating. Never, ever, 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 ever. That's against the rules. No one, never introduce your kids to a woman you're dating ever. She's going to use that as emotional, um, emotional. Uh, she'd be able to use that emotionally against you if the relationship goes south. What are your kids going to think? Same as uh, women overly. I don't understand why women introduce their kids to people they're dating at all. Keep their ass on the down low. Never. Hey, the answer is never, guys. <laughs> They never see your kids. There's women that are still offended to this day. I've known them for eight years. They ain't never set eyes on my kids. All right. They're like, damn, that's sad that, you know, uh, you never introduced me to your kids and you never will. You never will meet my kids. All right. And, and because they don't need to. All right. When the breaks, when it breaks up, they're going to be like, I'm going to miss your kids and your kids are going to miss me. Hell no. Let me see here. Uh, Ra Raul says the three morals of CGA, honesty, loyalty, and misogyny. <laughs> mm. Or non-monogamy. I'm straight up, bro. I was like, Emilio says I have to catch the replay, but wanted to drop a few dollars towards CGA's internet bill to keep the world going, the word going, protect your meat, fellas. Yeah, my internet was messed up yesterday. Joe Barboza, nowadays many women will start their lives with 100K student loan debt. For a 30K salary, and many wives will never pay their husband's loans. Kaylee, please. Yeah, we were talking about the man had to pay the woman's loans. When, when, when is the case where the woman has to pay the man's student loan? And some women do do that. But let's listen to Kaylee. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throw in fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cuffed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to... All right, so yeah, Pity Gold says emotional weapon. Yeah, they'll use that emotional weapon. I dated a woman who had kid, that beautiful Bulgarian woman, um, and she had a daughter, 13. The daughter was 13 at the time. I don't know if she met my kids, but um, then she was like, oh, you said you were going to teach my daughter basketball lessons, and you were going to. And I was like, eh? like that when we were breaking up, she whipped her. My 13-year-old daughter would needed a man in her life. I was like, what the? Man, I'm out. Never mate, never date women with teenage daughters either. All right, just throw that on there too. Never seriously date women with teenage daughters. All right, that's a trap, guys. That's gonna be a trap. It's gonna be a trap. Never do it, bro. That I, that you will avo avoid all kind of issues going forward. Don't do it. She got a teenage daughter. Just be like, that's it, baby. All right, I'm sorry. Because believe it or not, these teenagers are fast, bro. They're fast. No, somebody said do them both. Not teenagers, bro. They're they're out here. They'll put they'll put a word in on you. I mean, I I've had. I don't want to. I'm not saying it, but let me just say they'll put their words in. If they're close enough to you, they'll put a word in for themselves. They'll throw their hat in the game, and you're like, I know your mama and your daddy. Okay. Be careful. They'll throw their hat in the ring. But see, then they're, it's, it's going to be an L for you. Trust me.
DJM says you can legit add 10 to 15 percent to the female numbers due to the XX mindset. As long as it as long as it isn't cheating in her mind, it doesn't count. Psychologists know this 100 percent. 100 percent. Um. But uh, yeah, it's like um, women, women, like the numbers we showed, you can automatically add numbers to it. DGEPB, he says, but, 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 coach, I was told that when men cheat, it's because we're dogs. When women cheat, it's because men aren't providing something that they seek elsewhere. Also, remember, they will never take accountability for their actions. So following up on that, the reason why, the reason why it's more detrimental for when women cheat than when men cheat in marriages is because the man is going to pay the penalty anyway, either way. Okay. The man is going to pay a penalty anyway. He's going to be wrong anyway. So if he, the woman cheats, everybody's going to see it as he failed to do. He failed to hit it right. He failed to provide. He failed the family and she had no other choice. Rarely ever do they say, damn, she's a dirty dog. A man a man's wife can cheat on him, divorce him, and get alimony and child support and take custody of the kids. Do you understand what I'm saying? So this is why it doesn't pay off when uh, when 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 it doesn't pay off for men. Nobody's ever going to say, you poor guy. Your own family will see your wife cheating on you, see her take custody, see her put you through a legal battle, and then guess what happens? They'll still side with her ass. This is why it's worse when wives cheat on husbands because husbands never have an excuse that protects them. That's why it's worse. All right. He, he emotionally invested in her sex and having that exclusivity and access to it. That's why he married her. He didn't marry her for no other reason. It's related to that. And then that sex creates procreation and those such forth and so on. She didn't marry him for sexual exclusivity, only financial support and exclusivity. The sexual exclusivity is another portion of that. So that such, and I'm going to prove it because people are like, no, 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 no. I'm going to prove it. A woman will stay married to a man and not have sex with him. You can't corner me on this. I've thought this out and I know the proof. A woman will stay with a man as long as she's financially supported by that man and she will not give that man access, but she will stay. You see what I'm saying? So it wasn't for the sex. She married him for security and finances or whatnot, what, whatnot. Because if she removes the sex, she still thinks there's a marriage. Right here. Let me see here. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. Now, a man will get the sex removed and he'll say, what are we doing? There's no point in being married. Why be married if I'm not getting it? And everything else could be a catastrophe. But he's like, the sex isn't there. So that is why it's worse when the woman do, does it because she wins in the end no matter what. Now, in the relationship, is different. But I'm talking about in specific concert to marriage. All right, let's see here. Yeah, you see those shows on Oprah? My man cheated on me. And then they, they unravel a story. They hadn't had sex in 10 years. And then she'll be like, so? You're still married to me. <laughs> and it's like, oh. Okay. Um. Anyway, 
Donker the Greek says, while traveling in Greece last year, it was the first time I saw a mega yacht owner, Russian billionaire. I'm sure all kind of debauchery going on. Hey, man, this is the term panty dropper. Panty dropper means something. You can have a nice house, panty drops. That's just having your own space is a panty dropper. Then when you get to the next level, you have a suite in Las Vegas, a suite in a hotel, panty dropper. You have a, a, a nice vehicle, panty dropper, a boat, a yacht, panty dropper. The women don't just, she just come on right out of it. The secret to life is leverage. And protection after that. But guys, it, it, that's how it works. A woman will don't. A woman will say, ah, that doesn't drop my panties. And then until she gets on there, wow. Wow. And all of a sudden, she'll ease on out them panties. All right. I didn't realize that this would be so arousing. Arousal is women have to experience arousal. Men have to, men think about arousal. We're aroused just thinking. Women have to experience the arousal and then they understand the power of it. This is why they can say, well, I had a couple of drinks and I didn't realize, and you know, I was just that alcohol. And then the setting, but before they leave the girls' nights out, they have really no intentions of cheating. They don't realize that that could lead to cheating. No way. I would never cheat on you. And then you put them in the setting and that thumping ass music and them lights. And then she grinding up on somebody's salami. And now all of a sudden she had a couple of drinks. Now in the setting, now she'll cheat. But she never thought she would do it. But now that that now that she's there, now she can do it. Mm. All right. You guys gotta know how women work. Once they get in the situation, they experience it, then the arousal hits, and then they're like, oh wow. And then, and then <laughs> all right. SAU engineering says, Coach, 95% of the time, I don't want to see the girl anymore he says don't matter if she's hot or not i just love post nut clarity it's a defense mechanism it could be a defense mechanism i skipped somebody's super chat but uh yeah i think most of the time i don't want nothing to do with them afterwards i would say yeah primarily most of them but that's what it is james Harden traded from the nets to the 76ers ben simmons headed to the to the new jersey brooklyn nets breaking news Jim Jackson says, hey, coach, my girl went on a trip to Cancun for Super Bowl weekend. She says she loves me for me. Should I be worried? Mm. Women have a code. They stick to it. When they travel, more than often they're going to cheat on you if they're in a relationship. It is what it is. I mean, men do that too. It is just what it is, man. You know what it is. Remember the second life after 35 is glorious. I pay in taxes what I made, uh, what I used to make in my 20s. It gives you confidence and people can see since that, especially women. Listen to some videos of younger women uh, talking about older men. Uh, They will say, I would never date an old guy. And then they experience the old guy for the first time. And that guy knows how to talk to her. He's patient. He's not excited to be there. He's not nervous. He's not fumbling around. Then when he gets to the bedroom, he knows what to do, knows what to say. He's patient. He doesn't just give her the five strokes. Um. You know what I'm saying? Once they experience that once or twice, they can't get it out of their system. All right. And you're naturally going to be that way when you're older and have leverage. You're naturally going to be just like, hey, how you doing? You know, just cool, cooling. But when you're young, you're just like, oh, man, what to say? You nervous, you sweating and stuff, running your game on them. 
Well, I'll say tell you this, guys. Women have heard everything by the time you came up to say it. All right. So, um, what they want is something different. And once younger women, one, younger women don't think so. Once you open up, bro, they open up that possibility. They gonna be with older guys all the time. There's younger women right now. They they only want older guys. They'll mess around with you, Chad and Tyrones or whatnot, but they want younger guys. I mean, they want older guys. Uh, Ray Allen says, Eureka, a co-parenting agreement should show would be dope. Blessings, coach, and the coach gang. Uh, you have to understand how the co-parenting agreement works. You have to negotiate prior, prior to the pregnancy, not after the pregnancy has been um, um, initiated. So you have to say, we're going to create a child. You have to take her through the legal walkthrough of the possibility of pregnancy. You can't get her pregnant and then say, sign this co-parenting agreement. It's over. You have no leverage. Again, there's the word leverage. All right. So um, he said, now they want young, dumb studs. (laughs) No, straggle daggles want young, dumb thugs. All right. A woman, a lot of women are very mature. Like a, they'll be 23, 24, and they can't see. They're, they're like, I can't even see. They can't see themselves with 24, 25-year-old guys. They tried it. And then they be over here jumping up on top of me. All right. Uh, Florida Henry Augustus, the first Roman emperor, had to imprison his daughter on an island after she did a three or four competition in a brothel. This has been, uh, this has been going on for over 2,000 years. Yeah, man, we have to make people understand that. This has been going on since forever, bro. Since forever. These are, there's nothing new under the sun. Listen to the blues music. Always love that famous song. I can't remember who it is, of course. But he was talking about how he didn't trust this girl, that he had to get a hound dog so his wife didn't go cheat on him. <laughs> he said, I don't trust my girl. I had to get a, I can't remember the lyrics. All right. Somebody trying to meet me at noon, blowing me up. Sorry, I got another appointment. Sorry, have another appointment. Man, boy, I tell you, man, it's a good time to be alive and single. It's a good time to be alive and single. It is a great time. And to be an older guy in generation he said, save some please leave for the rest of us. I keep trying to tell y'all, I literally don't be contacting them. These are girls. These aren't the pay girls. I know somebody's gonna be like, these are girls you tricking on. They're not. They're they're not. I don't I don't have to go on seeking. It's just something I prefer to do because I don't I like the I like the agreement up front. I don't like this whole play the game and figure it out after the fact. Well, I thought you liked me and I thought this and that. I thought we were something. And what are we? I, I hate that game. And text me and call me. Why don't you talk and FaceTime me and call me any minute of the day? The other girls, no, I'm too busy for you. I'll just do this. I don't like all that. I don't like that playing the game afterwards. What a time to be single, but you still have to protect yourself. Still have to protect yourself out here. It's crazy out here. Look, I got an appointment. I got a meeting here at 11. I got to get to, I believe it's at 11 o'clock. They're going to be waiting for me. I hope it wasn't at 1030. Um, because then I'm going to be late. Let me get my book. Let me get my calendar. I'm meeting up with a former client. It is at 11. We're catching up on some financials. And um, that's that. And then maybe I'll, what did she say? The girl wanted to come over at noon? Uh, maybe I might be able to fit her in. 
Woo. Shout out to the coach gang. I appreciate y'all for being here. Have a good day. We out. Peace. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you.